This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. I am Kevin Meckley. Joined with me, as always, is Andrew Payne and Nick Schwert. And let's start with the lead here, boys. If you're getting off work at 6 o'clock, you're jumping in your car, and you are ready to commiserate about that Tyreek Hill trade, well, I got bad news for you. We are burying the you-know-what out of that lead, and we are talking for the next hour about the real story of March, and that is <laughs> that the Jayhawks are in the Sweet 16 Woo! for the first time since 2018. Andrew, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I, I think that there's a lot of feelings to be had about the Jayhawks reaching the Sweet 16. Probably chief among them is relief. Mm. And, and that's unfortunate. Like, we are a program that just expects this. So when you get there, it is just a big relief. But we survived. We advanced. <laughs> what, what are all How many rest? more cliches right. can we fit in we here? We are still dancing. Still dancing. We, how, how, sweet, how sweet is oh, it? How sweet, how sweet does it, it feel, guys? Oh, how dance. sweet it is. Mm. Uh, but anyway, I, I feel good. Like, this was a weekend where I don't think it was our best basketball. But in the end... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because we've got a game on Friday that uh, I feel good about. And this we're still here. It's like this could be a day where I wouldn't want to talk about basketball at all. No, but it is a day where I want to talk a lot about basketball. <laughs> it's a night. Are. It's a one hour. Dusty Likens, by the way, if you are fiending for more Tyreek Hill Chiefs trade reaction, Dusty Likens will be on the word. The, the Dirty Werewolf from 7 to 9 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio. But you know what I want to talk about? Before we get into the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, a potential Final Four berth, that's all coming. We're going to talk to John Fanta, college basketball on Fox, field of 68. He's the voice of the Big East. But before we do any of that, can we just talk about one guy? Hmm. The guy who we weren't supposed to talk about? Who is it? Who's that? Don't make me say it. 
Huh? Don't make me say it. Kevin, I want you to say it. Huh? Because, Kevin, you're the one who instituted the rule that we don't talk about this guy, so who? I want to hear you say his name. <laughs> who are we going to talk about? You son of a... Say his name. Who are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Remy Martin. That's yes, right. You're damn right we are. are. All right, fine. Let's talk about Remy Martin. What do you want to talk about Remy Martin? Uh, Where do we begin? 20 points, 7 rebounds. You know, that's just starting off with a little appetizer. But I think the uh, the, the encore, the, the, the entree of this whole conversation is we don't win against Creighton without Remy Martin. Yeah, I don't think we do either. That was a game that had the full Remy experience. The full Remy experience, right? The first half, you get you get the good Remy. You get the Remy that shows up. You get the Remy that runs Remy offense. Not Bill Self offense that runs Remy offense. And you know how what would we you needed descri- in that game? Yeah, how would you we describe needed, Remy offense? We needed Remy offense. Remy offense is we're going to call a play from the sideline. We're going to make a – Self's going to yell something out. He's going to do a, a some sort of gesture. They're going to walk up the court and make that gesture. All the guys on the court are going to do the same thing. Hey, gesture, gesture. That's, we're running this play. We're running this play. And then Remy sees an angle and he goes. Or Remy takes a season opening and he shoots. That's Remy offense. But you know what? Nothing else was working. Remy offense is exactly what we needed. And Remy brought it. He did bring it. So, I mean, uh, didn't start. I mean, Wando had the same uh, strategy. We brought him in and, and – they had a plan for Wando. They were going to lay off of him and really clog those driving lanes, which you saw the whole game frustrated Ochai, which frustrated CB. Uh, but it didn't frustrate Remy. They laid off of Remy when he came in about the 14-minute mark. That's great. And just killed him. Well, you know, I think at some point human nature kicks in when you're being left open on every possession. And when you're Dewan Harris and you're not used to being uh, a go-to scorer, at some point, you say, are they really going to leave me open on every possession? This feels weird. There's no way our game plan was me taking 20 shots in this game. I don't like that. But you know who does like it? <laughs> you know who sign up for that every single day? <laughs> Remy Martin. He came in and said, you're not going to guard me? Because I was going to shoot it even if you were. Yeah. And now that you're not, you just made my life a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. And gentlemen, we've seen this game before many times. Like, we as a fan base have this collective memory that's you know, full of a lot of great moments, but also full of a lot of trauma. And that trauma is a lot of three-pointers going in from the other team. And that was happening and nothing working offensively. And we usually lose those games. We saw our superstars have a bit of a slump, maybe even just kind of average, but not enough to win. Let's look at Ochai. Uh, You know, 15 points, sure, great. But on 5 of 14 shooting. And nothing in the first half. And nothing. And nothing. Jalen Wilson, you know, great stat line if you just look at it from 14 and 4. Also went 5 for 14. Those two guys shooting that, you're not going to win many games. He looked uncomfortable, and Dave didn't have a great game either. Jalen looked specifically uncomfortable in the first half when they were clogging driving lanes. That's his game, right? Getting down into the teeth of the defense, drawing a foul, just sort of playing that physical, scrappy game, and he just didn't look like he was ready for the defensive game plan that Creighton brought. The only thing that made me feel good about that game, we're sitting there at halftime. They made a barrage of three-pointers. They make eight threes in the first half. Eight for 11. Eight for 11 from three. You're going two things. One, they got to cool off, right? And two, we're still winning. Right. That was the craziest part. They shot 8 of 11 from 3, Andrew. This is, this is not something this team does. So you had to feel good about KU. Now, look, we got up 9. You start feeling real good. JCL hits that 3. 
And then all of a sudden, we're back to one possession again. Oh, the heart man. attack Hawks returned. But you know what? Like you said, Andrew, survive, advance. That's what they did. It feels good. KU avoided nuclear disaster. We took the punch. We've taken this punch before, and it's knocked us out in the tournament. Does that count as taking the punch? If you get knocked out, did you take the punch? Yeah. We, you, we you, took yeah. the punch you now. You took the punch because you got back up. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but the, in the, the past. The guy can take the, a the punch. Past, but in the past, they didn't get back up. No, they did not get back uh, up. They didn't no. get back up versus VCU. They didn't get back up versus Wichita State. Keep going. There's a long okay. list here. Oregon. <laughs> okay. Villanova. Uh, Villanova. Villanova. Probably the biggest Auburn, punch. Yes. USC. I mean, you can go back even further if you want to talk Bradley in 2006. KU, it, there's no team in the country that has went into the NCAA tournament and faced more teams just going thermonuclear from three and that ending their season. But this felt like getting over the hump. This felt like being able to withstand that. And now that you've gotten that out of the way, there's a sense of relief that it's not going to happen again. What right? if this is it? What if that right? was the only three-point barrage we see this whole tournament? Is this the Roy Williams getting the monkey off of your back moment? Thank him. <laughs> Thank him. That's the monkey's name. We got him off our back. Like, maybe that's it. We can, and you know what? Team we, we were able to do this because we brought in Remy. I think that we, we lose this game if Wando has to play 35 minutes, if, or, if, or if, yes, if he has to come. And, in. and that's just it. Right. Ochai and Dave, your two go to scorers, can have off nights. Jalen Wilson can have an off night. That's usually how your season ends. But you had this kid come off the bench, give you 29 minutes, and was unstoppable. I mean, they, w- they went on a 7 0 run in a minute and two seconds once Remy came in the game. Those are things that most teams are missing. Most Kansas teams are missing. That spark plug off the bench. And it's so funny that all year we talked about Remy, Remy, Remy. Then we said, you know what? We're so tired of talking about him. We're not even going to talk about him anymore. Bill Self, you could tell, was tired of talking about it. And yet here we are at the most critical juncture of the season. And he won you a game and is the reason you're moving on. He's a six man. He is the Joe Yesifu of last year. Joe Yesifu comes off the bench for... For, That's a uh, little disrespectful. For, yeah. Listen, but he averaged 29 points a game down the stretch. They won. They didn't even make it to the second round. Listen, did they? that wasn't that wasn't his fault. Was that his fault? <laughs> Do you think that, you think that was his? You think that's why he's not there? I but, don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's different with him. I mean, I I feel for Yesufu. Like he has been in this spot. And he scored a bunch of points. He's seeing he, Remy play his role, and now he, you know, gets two quick turnovers and gets yanked. He's out. You know, it's, <laughs> this is this is Remy's time. All right, so we talked about Remy. Now it's time to talk about Providence. I don't know how familiar you guys are with the Friars. I know one man who is. He has been dubbed the voice of Big East basketball. Mm. His name is John Fanta, and he joins us coming up next on Six Ten Sports Radio. All right, we're on to Providence. I'm Nick Schwartz with Kevin Meckley, Andrew Payne, Nolan Brooks. This is Jayhawk Talk Radio on 610 Sports Radio. So KU goes from one Big East opponent in Creighton to another in Providence. Now, Providence, we've heard the stories. They're the luckiest team in America. They're the most overrated four seed in America. KU got an easy draw because Providence is the four seed in their region. I don't know what to believe. Let's set the record straight. John Fanta from Fox does the college basketball coverage also on the field of 68 network. And he joins us now on 610 sports radio, John, thank you so much for joining us. How you doing tonight, man? Guys, good evening. It's great to be with you and to be talking about this game. I'm, I am fascinated about this matchup in general, because I think both coaches have brought it up and I would have to agree. I think the two teams 
mirror each other from a matchup standpoint. What do you mean by that? Well, I think Providence's best defender is Justin Manaya, and he will guard Ochai Agbaji, and Manaya has led the Big East of any individual player in field goal percentage defense this season. So that's a really interesting dynamic to the matchup, because if Agbaji wins that matchup, then Kansas could very well win this game. I expect Minaya to make it hard on Agbaji. And I think the other element to this matchup is that Nate Watson is a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Award finalist. He's had a great season for the Friars. But Kansas has David McCormick, and if McCormick plays the way he's capable of, then, then Kansas could give Providence some real issues because if you have single-man coverage on Watson, it's going to make it hard for Providence to to generate offense consistently. But I think the teams, from a matchup standpoint, have a lot of interesting one-on-one matchups within the game itself. I think the differentiating factor is tempo. If Kansas gets transitioned, they're winning this game. If Providence makes it a half-court game, the Friars can win this game themselves. Thanks for joining us, John. This is Kevin. I got a question for you here. Look, we've heard this lucky narrative. We've heard the, the Be Them Dudes and we've heard the divine providence. Talk to us about this team this year. Give us a little backdrop. Give us the 30 seconds on what the heck Providence has done this season because we keep hearing those things in, in Kansas land. Are they a lucky team? Well, Providence is a closing team. They're 11 and 2 in games decided by 5 points or less. They know how to close out an opponent. It's in their DNA this season. It's who they are. And that's what they've done all season long. People call them lucky because they play a lot of close games and find a way to win. I, I think there's something to that. It's not just luck. You have to be able to execute down the stretch. And Ed Cooley runs Al Skinner's flex offense, and he runs it quite well. That, that's, that's what they like to do late in a game is they'll break it down with that offense. But for me, the story of this season is their top seven players are the average age is 23. That's older than the Oklahoma City Thunder. So get old and stay old is what Mike Bray always says. Providence is that to a T. It's who they are. They've gotten old. They've brought in transfers, guys that were counted out at various times in their career, and they kind of are an extension of Ed Cooley, of their coach. And that's why this team has pieced it together at the right time. Yeah, do, what, let's talk about that a little bit. Do you think that they are playing their best they've played all year right now? Yes, no question about it. I think this is the best basketball they've played all year. And that goes back to experience. You know, you're, you're playing Creighton. You're trying to win the school's first regular season championship in the Big East. <clears throat> and you put together your best home performance of the season, and you run Creighton off the floor. Last week, you're the team that everyone thinks is going to get upset. And you thoroughly outplay both teams for the most part. South Dakota State put up a late run, but it was all for naught. So for me... Yes. To answer your question, Providence is playing the best that they have in the entire season. And that's a credit to an experienced roster that understands what it takes to win. So I, I think it's, it's no coincidence that this team has put it together at the right time. But at this point now, Providence walks into the United Center. They have nothing to lose. You know, they, they have nothing to lose on Friday night. That's the way they're thinking. Nobody had them getting this far. Even though they were a four seed, people had doubts. People thought they, they wouldn't be able to handle it. So I'm really intrigued to see the dynamic of this game 
and the way Providence comes out. Because one big thing is they've gotten off to good starts in each of their tournament wins thus far. Can Kansas establish the tone? When teams have done that, Providence also lost by 32 to Marquette this year and got run off the floor in the Big East tournament by Creighton. But they've gotten off to good starts. They've been prepared for these games, and they've outplayed their opponent in these games. And credit where it's due, this team's come ready to play in the NCAA tournament. John, I know you've earned the nickname the uh, the voice of the Big East by some of your cohorts, but I know you're a, a college basketball fan through and through. And Kansas, yes. Kansas, I would argue, is also playing their best basketball of the season in large part because of the emergence of Remy Martin as a legit difference maker and shot maker. And, and I mean, he, he's he's filling the void that Kansas wanted to fill when they went out and got him. So I, on paper, as, as tough as Creighton is and as much as they close – it does feel like from a talent perspective, especially with the addition of Remy Martin, that they, they might be a little outmatched when it comes to this version of Kansas. Yes, absolutely. And if Remy Martin continues to play at the level that he's been at for Kansas, Kansas is going to win this game. Because for Kansas, the biggest question all season has been point guard play. DeWan Harris, he's not an elite guard. He's not. So for Martin to unleash a different level of their offense this season has been huge. It's been a game changer because it gives them a different feel. It gives them a different layer. And if Martin keeps going, guys, Remy Martin on his best day is an All-American talent. So that's why we've seen Kansas put together their best basketball because the shot makers are there off the guard play. The, the complimentary shot makers are there, and Ochai Agbazi is as good as a wing comes. You add Martin in the equation, and they become that much more dangerous. All right. We're going to close with this one. John, who you got? Well, I'm, I'm going to pick Kansas. I, I think that they'll find a way to win this game. I think that, that they're a team that just has a completeness about them, and I think that they find a way because Remy Martin is in that group, and David McCormick can control Nate Watson. And I think because of those things, Kansas finds a way to, to gut out a close game. I think it'll be close, but I like the Jayhawks shot makers late. John, appreciate the time. Thank you so much for uh, all your college basketball coverage. Thanks for bringing the energy to the sport, and thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you guys for having me anytime. All righty, thank you. That is John Fanta, college basketball on Fox, as well as the Field of 68 Network. Okay, so that was actually surprising to hear him pick Kansas at the end because I felt like the eight minutes preceding that pick was leading up to him picking Providence. That's what I got to. <laughs> I think the only takeaway I had, I thought he might pick KU, was that he picked KU in a close game. That that goes against narrative. Ed Cooley wins all the close games. Yeah, he's a voice. He's the vo- he believes in what Providence is doing this year. So I do too. Is that a reverse jinx situation? Oh, I here? like that. Wait, did you want him to pick Providence? I, I don't care. I did. What do you mean you don't care? I don't care. Like, what about <laughs> what about uh, do we superstition, need Baltimore, material? Baltimore material, motivation? Do we yeah. need John Fanta Baltimore material? Is that what we needed? <laughs> I know that. Is, they, was that the, is that the one thing KU needed? Kansas w- just got hurt. off the team bus in Chicago, but I'm assuming they've got somebody, an intern somewhere listening to this show right now. Someone text CB and let them know that John Fanta picked Providence. We'll just make it up. <laughs> July. Yeah. <laughs> just make it up. <laughs> Well, Remy Martin, or I, I did see a CBS graphic uh, where Ochai Baji was left off the top five players remaining. In there Montana. it is. Bulletin board, Ochai. You see that? You see that, Ochai? Now we're talking. Somebody thinks that you're not a top five player <laughs> remaining in the tournament. Okay, you heard 
John Fanta's thoughts on Providence. That's great. What about our thoughts? We'll give them to you next. You're listening to Jayhawk Talk Radio on 610 Sports Radio. This is Jayhawk Talk Radio on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Nick Schwartz with Kevin Meckley, Andrew Payne, and Nolan Brooks. If you'd like to join the show, you can do so on the Jays Southland Toe Service text line 913-576-7610. Yes, we see your texts asking why we're not talking Tyree Kill. It's because this is a college basketball show. It's March Madness, and we don't know how many of these weeks we have left, but that's why you cherish the ones you do. We joked last week. We didn't know if we'd be back here. This week. Here we are. Nothing is... We missed a few cliches in the open. Um, Nothing is guaranteed in March. Mm. Uh, Is that a cliche or did I just make that up? I think you just made that up. All right, but it sounds good, right? I like it. Because it's true. Are one shining moments still coming? Okay, there we go. You're better at it than I am. No, that's all I got. That's the last one. But you know, this is the second time the NFL has tried to infringe upon March Madness. The second time. You have Tom Brady coming back to retirement on Selection Sunday. (sighs) And on uh, the Wednesday before the Sweet 16, Tyreek Hill gets traded. The nerve. The nerve! <laughs> the nerve How of this dare. league. Just wait until April, guys. Well, we, we have at least the next 30 minutes, then Dusty Likens taken over from 7 to 9 o'clock. Do you guys remember how just last week and even two weeks ago, we were talking about Kansas as a one seed, although nobody was really picking them to go to the Final Four, that it felt like it was this perfect storm of being in a great position, having a great resume, yet no pressure. No pressure to, went to hang a banner mm-hmm. now in Fieldhouse. It seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? That was a it? long time ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, it was all about spotlight, right? It was the the national media guys were not, you know, making a lot of comments on us. They weren't being too hard on us or picking us too, a lot of too much. You know, a lot of Auburn. A lot of love. Iowa. Uh, we've got the spotlight now. You I know, mean, if you look at the, you know, re-picking the Sweet 16 games, I'm not sure I've seen anyone pick other than Kansas to make it, and that is terrifying. It is terrifying. We've been here before. We've seen this movie. You you take a peek behind the peek behind the game in front of you, and you you see a ten uh, and an eleven seed. Oh, you just peek behind oh, there and just see that. Terrifying. You can't not. You can't not do that. This is the trauma that this fan base has. I mean, think about it. You've got, and if we really want to go full conspiracy, let's do this. For good mojo, we'll talk about why all of the three teams remaining are so good. Okay. Um, okay. Iowa State, young, energetic coach. They've seen the Jayhawks twice. They know the scouting report. Hard to beat a team three times. True Cinderella. Like, if you're going to have a Cinderella from uh, a high major, it's going to be Iowa State this year. What about Miami, coached by Jim Laranega? Oh, what? Uh, what? Let me think here. What's What's on the top of Jim Laranega's resume? He took George Mason to the Final Four. Hmm. Is there a bit of a revenge factor for Charlie Moore? Oh, oh Jim Laranega. You said it, not me. Jim Laranega called Charlie Moore his Chris Paul. Chris Paul. And then his Chris Paul. And then you've got Providence. You've got the Friars, the most the, experienced team in the tournament. Left the, the most experienced team in the tournament. They, as John Fanta put it, they just never give up. They play hard. Play hard. They play hard, and they've had the most incredible resume in terms of comebacks and buzzer beaters and late runs and games they shouldn't have won but did. That's why they have been dubbed lucky. They have been an underdog per Vegas nine times this season. Guess what their record is? Just just straight up. Against the spread first. What do you think their record is? Have you seen this? Well, I, I can guess. It's probably pretty good. So you said nine times? They've nine times they've been an underdog. I'm going to guess they have six wins. Have you seen this? No. What's your guess? I'll go, I'll go five. 
eight and one oh, against the spread. Goodness. What about straight up? They were underdogs, right? Straight up. What do you think the number is? Well, knowing what I know now, yeah. well, what's I, the number? I've got some more data at my disposal. I'll say seven. I'll go. I'll go eight. Seven. Seven. Uh, seven times they've won the game when they were underdogs wow. of the nine times. How about that? Wow. But they. But I've also been blown out. But by that's th- a lucky team. A couple Remember, times. it's a, it's a lucky team, uh, <laughs> and but they've got the most important statistic, and, and that's wins. They mm. did win. Well the, said. The Big East. I this. Guess. This is uh, uh, the winner of the Big East going against the winner of the Big 12. No matter where this takes place, no matter what tournament, the winner of the Big East is playing the winner of the Big 12. That's going to be a big match. Ken Pomeroy has a different feeling about yes, that. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, Ken Pomeroy he cares has, not for your storyline. Yeah. He cares not for the W's. He cares about the efficiency metrics. Style and, points are real. Yeah. Yes. I agree. So W's matter, but not... Not to Kid Pomeroy. Kid Pomeroy has him thirty third, thirty third. Right. I mean, so we said all these great things about our draw, and the draw. I mean, it looks really good. It's chalky though. It's, it's right now. It's chalky for KU. Right now, it feels so pretty far, chalky so far. Well, we had the nine seed That's in true. Creighton. You know, the four seed. It feels tough on paper if you haven't watched a ton of Providence to come up with a reason as to what makes them such a good team. Because I'm looking at their I'm looking at their profile, nothing's really jumping out at me. They're old. They're old. That's usually by the way, that's usually not something that you lead with. Like what are your strengths? <laughs> we're so old. A bunch of old guys. We're older <laughs> than that old man strength is real. We're older than the Orlando Magic. We're They're long. older than the Thunder. They're long. They are long. And we str- we've struggled against long teams. Old and long. Okay, and long. okay. That's Old. a start. Okay. <laughs> got anything else? Well, they won some games. They okay. got a good coach. They won some games. All right, now we're getting somewhere. They, they got a slogan. I'm a little worried about teams with slogans. Yeah, I like this. Doesn't KU have a slogan? A pretty historic one? No, no, no. This is a, a season, season slogan. A season. Like, like so, they, they got one, like you're putting shirts on for the season. Something okay. organic that happens. Yeah, like, I don't know, like a royal. Remember the royals did the, 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 the thing with the... Well, now every year it's just like forever royal or still, yeah, yeah, yeah. still royal. Always royal. But, the but best he, one was with the Tony Pena, right? I mean, exactly. So it's, it's, it's something that came out... We believe. Randomly. Believe. Yeah. Believe. So tell us about those slogans. So in a game they were down, I can't remember which game, they had a camera. Oh, you know, you know, biggies hoops. They got the camera over the huddle and Cooley's saying, you know, we got to be tougher. We got to be tougher. This is a street fight. You're stronger than them. You're tougher than them. And then he looks at them, each of them. And he says, be that dude, be them dudes, be them dudes, be them dudes. One at a time pointing at them, each, each single, each, each of the players, be them dudes. And I was like, I kind of like be them dudes. I kind of <laughs> like that. So now they got shirts. What does be them dudes mean to you? I don't know. Oh, it doesn't matter. Mean, it's a slogan, dude. It opens the world. It's what matters yeah. to them. And they now they got shirts saying we them dudes. They got in corporate. They sold out. John Fanta, the guy that out. we just talked to, interviewed Watson after the game and said, hey, how are you feeling about that, uh, that big win that you guys had there? And he said, at the very end of it, you know, oh, it was a great win, blah, blah, blah. We them dudes. That's the last thing he said. I heard it. You know, I like everything about Bill Self, like the way he, he conducts his business, but the only thing that's missing is him pointing at his guys saying, be them, be them dudes. dudes. Be them dudes. Be them dudes. We don't have that. He doesn't do that. From a X's and O's standpoint, um, again, it's tough to find things that they're really good at, but if I had to start somewhere, this isn't necessarily the profile, the makings of a national championship team. Uh, they get to the free throw line Okay, a lot. Uh, so does Duke. That's a Duke thing. Yeah, they get to the line a lot. They are tall and long, as you mentioned, Kevin. And old. 
We and old, old, yeah, we, we did mention old. their their exuberance <laughs> of age and wisdom. Uh, they go here's their starting five, right? They're gonna go six four, six six, six seven, six eight, and six ten. That's length. That is right? length. That's size. And if it's one thing that we've talked about with the point guard position, every time people have been clamoring for Dewan to play less, it's because bigger, more physical point guards have taken advantage of him. So I'm not saying Remy Martin is the uh, largest or girthiest man out there, but does this spell another big Remy game just knowing that you can't really afford to put your tiny little twig of a point guard out there against these grown men? Well, it'll be a chess match. I mean, you saw what worked for Creighton and you saw what didn't work for Creighton. I mean, Ed Cooley's going to go into this game knowing uh, that this is how Remy needs to be played. And I think that's going to open up um, some some lanes for CB and Ochai. I mean, because I think you're going to have to play Remy straight up. Like, I think when Dewan's in there, maybe you can cheat. But when Remy's in there, they're going to have to play him straight up. So, I mean, those those lanes may be open. They're long. Uh, maybe they can uh, compensate, you know, team defensively in other ways. But I, I look for, you know, a good game from Remy. But look for CB to have a big game. Look for, for Ochai to have So, a needing game. to compensate for their lack of size. That's something I think we can all probably relate to. Mm. Speak for yourself. <laughs> okay, sorry. I thought you guys were going to have my back there on that one. <laughs> Look, at, at the end of the day, I think KU has the leg up here, right? I mean, at the, at, sure. the, at the end of the day, we're seven and a half point favorite. Feels about right. And it, it's going to take a good, a great game from Providence to win the game. Can KU win with a good game? Maybe. But they're going to need a good game. I think we know that. We can't, we can't be the first half Creighton against this team. They got to play better. And I think they will. Yeah, and Creighton's coming in with a full head of steam. Providence, I mean, yeah. Uh, excuse me, Providence. This is Big East. Big East yeah, mix they're up. They're all the same. They're all the same. Seton uh, Hall, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's all one, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Providence is coming in with a, with a full head of steam. Like, their fans were chanting, we want Kansas mm. at the end of their mm-hmm. game. Like, they, they had a blowout win. They were probably feeling great. They're feeling it. They're, they're feeling it right now. But when you go uh, uh, into the United Center on Friday, when the ball tips up, you've got a team that – is ready to play. I mean, and you can see it with your eyeballs. You can look at Mr. Ken Pomeroy. You can look at Mr. Bart Torvik and say, uh, <laughs> however you want to look at it, this is a really good team um, going there, going in there to face Providence. And, uh, you know, if we can go in there and run, we can go in there and play our game and make shots, you know, as Bill Self would say, and go in there and make shots, I think we've got a really good chance to win. Are you on the same boat as John Fanta? You think this is a, a narrow win for Kansas? I don't want to say this out loud. You don't want to say I, what you're about to I, say? What I'm about to say, I don't... Just, just, whisper it. Yeah. Just, can I whisper it? Can you, microphones you whisper are pretty good. If you like, whisper so it, less people will hear it. Maybe, you know, turn your volume down in your car, but I think we blow them out. Ooh. Is well, that, you're not supposed to say that. I, Jesus Christ, I, man, what are you doing? <laughs> I, what are you doing? I, 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 I really keep it do. down, would you? I think this is a game where we can really take advantage of them. Oh I think goodness. we're going to run. I think we're going to ter- force a lot of turnovers. I think we're going to dunk the ball a lot. Kevin, oh, you no, love dunks. dunks. I love dunks. Wait for the dunks. <laughs> You're going to love you the dunks. I up a little bit when I heard dunks. Right? Uh, if we get know, four dunks, we win the game by 20. I don't think Ochai <laughs> has this many average games in a row. I think he's due for a huge one. Ochai turnaround narrative. I like that. Love, yeah, here it is. And, and CB, he, he needs to, if he wants to go pro, CB's got to show out. This is his game to do that. I, I don't know. I, I kind of like it to be a close game. Okay, well, we can't count our chickens before they hatch. But still, if Kansas is fortunate enough to uh, follow that prophecy by Andrew and move on, they're going to be facing the winner of a 10-11 showdown 
between Iowa State and Miami. What would that matchup look like? We'll get into that next, and we'll fire up the NCAA Tournament Edition of the Hot Take Factory. This is Jayhawk Talk Radio on 610 Sports Radio. This is Jayhawk Talk Radio, 610 Sports Radio. I'm Nick Schwert with Kevin Meckley, Andrew Payne, and Nolan Brooks. We got Dusty Likens coming up from 7 to 9 o'clock. You can commiserate your Tyreek Hill Chiefs misery will resume in approximately 15 minutes. But for now, we're talking hoops. We're talking March Madness. The Jayhawks are still alive, headed to the Sweet 16 with a what I would call favorable matchup mm-hmm. against a Providence team as a four seed. But if they are to move on, to the Elite Eight, they will be facing the winner, who had this one in their brackets, of Iowa State and Miami, the 11 and 10 seeds in the Midwest region. So take your pick. Do you want to see TJ Otzelberger and those Schmedium polos that he's rocking <laughs> on the sidelines, or do you want to see the old grizzled veteran? No, I'm not talking about Charlie Moore. I'm talking oh, okay. about Jim oh, Laranega. Uh, like, yeah. I, I, I think I want Iowa State. I think it'd be fun to have a Big 12 matchup. It'd be good for the conference. For my household, I'm not so sure. My, my wife went to Iowa State, so I'm not sure how That's that your would... Fault. That's your fault. <laughs> that, that, you, you created this problem. Yeah, but it's a problem I'll have to deal with. But I mean, I, it'll make for a fun Sunday. Maybe. Maybe it will. It may well, not. If no. KU, of course, if KU went, we're, we're, we're treating this as if it's a two-game tournament, just like right. Bill does. Like, Everybody scouts these teams. We're not saying KU's getting past Providence. We're still interested. They're going to blow them out. Ad- but- advanced scout. <laughs> hey, I'll stand by that. I, the people have said on the text line, like, they're going to lose because I said that. I'm standing by it. Okay. I'm gonna pull I, it. I've got conviction, and I want the people at home to know my conviction, even though I whisper. Let me tell you one thing. We got the Cyclones versus the Hurricanes. Ooh. Oh, wow. And, wait for this, the Windy City. Oh! <laughs> wait, I got one more. Oh, no. Please stop. And Cameron McGusty <laughs> is the leading scorer in that oh, game. <laughs> How about my. that? I'm, I'm done. If How about you, that? I'm done. I'm turning a, off the mic. I'm going to dive out that window. I'm out of here. You're a See weather y'all. enthusiast. Get your tickets now. <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? No. I, I mean, I, didn't, I hadn't put it all together. Huh. That's uh, the Windy City part. That's an, yeah, that's I got it. One, right? I got it. McGusty? I, yeah. You get it, guys? <laughs> no, yeah, we picked it all Everybody up. Everybody got it? All right, Yeah, cool. we did. Is it surprising at all to see you guys having is it, watch Charlie Moore have this level of success? I love it. Good old friend Charlie. alert. Good for old, Chuck. Yeah, definitely old friend alert. Uh, Tristan Inarua also yeah, uh, for Iowa State. Uh, you know, he's had an up and down season. But Charlie Moore... You know, it seems like it was so long ago that Charlie was here. And this is, you know, this is Charlie's fourth school. He was at Cal uh, his freshman year, transferred to Kansas. Wait, who's been on more teams? I think Charlie Moore or Jalen Coleman Lands? I think the same. And they were both at DePaul for for a But were they teammates? That's a great comment. Like, I don't know. Do we know? DePaul is this great, like, uh, farm system for mid major programs to get, uh, you know, guys to fill out their roster. Yeah. I actually see. I know that there's going to be vibes of 2011 VCU of, yeah. of trying to overlook these teams, right. but it's not just that these teams aren't great, like in terms of seed line, like the they're not good on paper. And both of them, you can go and look at the advanced metrics, and they a lot, a lot of these teams have taken massive leaps based off of two impressive games. But that's what happens when you pull off upsets and beat teams that you're not supposed to beat. Like in Ken Palm's algorithm, that is going to leapfrog you. 
20 spots in the case of Miami. But again, if we're looking at the mountain of evidence of who these teams are on paper, Kansas is likely, I mean, you're a betting enthusiast, right? Like Kansas is going to be what, a 10-point favorite versus either of those teams? Yeah, I think Jesse Newell uh, had this somehow, but it was uh, an 8-point favorite versus Iowa State and a 10-point favorite over Miami. I'm not sure how he reached those numbers, but that sounds about right. Do we have to have nerves? Because I don't have any nerves about uh, an Elite Eight matchup versus one of those teams. I don't think so either. And especially, so if you think back to VCU. TJ Altsberger's like younger than me, man. Dude, I got (laughs) nerves no matter what. I'm a wreck this time of year. (laughs) Why Why was VCU so tough in 2011? Like they were a crazy defense that you had a day to prepare for. We've seen Iowa State. That's true. We've seen it. We know exactly. And they've played us close. It's not like we're going to overlook them. I, I'm uh, not like, worried. It's just we'll have nerves. Those are two questions. Yeah. Yes, I'll, I will have ner- I will have March tournament nerves no matter who we play. I, I guess have March I, ter- tournament nerves against nerves. Texas Southern. Additional nerves, though. Like, yes, to go to a Final Four, of course. But, you know, beyond what, like, you, you've got your baseline nerves, okay. what you should have. Do you th- Would you be above that? Would it be Auburn? KU nerves? Like if I th- let's say Auburn steamrolled to the That's the better the question. Day, right. I think I'll have better better nerves. Better feeling nerves than okay. that. That's all that's all I want. Just, be- so, just yeah. slightly better feeling nerves. But I mean uh, we know these teams these teams aren't like crazy doing crazy different things like with like they're just solid teams that they're playing won, well. well that won great games yeah. uh early in the tournament. They're all experienced. Like if you look at the three remaining teams in Kansas's yeah. bracket. Providence five seniors. Iowa State their main their main lineup four seniors Miami main lineup three seniors one of them is Charlie Moore who counts as like a seventh year <laughs> senior and then one junior so they all would and and you could say the same thing for Kansas right like um, Jalen Wilson's a sophomore but he's been here for three years Ochai and Dave could both play another season if they wanted to so I don't know how you guys feel on the experience but the one thing that does sort of give me a little bit of pause is that there have been times this year where KU has shown a lack of poise late-game situations. I think back to the Texas game in Austin. The very next game, Oklahoma should have put them away, couldn't hit free throws down the stretch. I think to the TCU game where you were down 10 in the first half and you were playing like you were down 40. These teams, regardless of who KU faces, I don't think is going to show a lack of poise at any point because unlike Kansas, they're playing with nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Just blow them out. There you go. That's the, that's the solution. <laughs> I still like seven and a half in that Providence game because we're going to get up by 13 and then just like we have every game, make it interesting under the under the under the under four. Well, you saw that with Texas Southern. Bill put the starters back in. Jesus. <laughs> I was so <laughs> mad about that. <laughs> Uh, if you had a little bit of a scare, not that there was any scare, but Bill oh, twenty. Did, yeah, he he put the, he put the starters back in. You know. Are you guys expecting the Remy Martin, the March Remy Martin? that we've seen to continue. Is there any reason to expect it not to keep being this difference maker off the bench? I am, and here's why. He seems to be the only guy on the team who is having a blast in the NCAA tournament and even back to postseason altogether. He is coming off the bench smiling, having a good time, loose. It's almost like people feed off that a little bit. You talked about a 7-0 run. Everyone else is tight. Bill Self is tight. They're all tight. They're always tight. Remy Martin does not try strike me as he a, doesn't as do a, tight. He doesn't do mm-hmm. tight, and I like that. I, I think that's a trait that can translate game to game in, in in March. Remy needs to take him on a tour. Take him over to Navy Pier. Get on the the Ferris wheel. <laughs> like let's go on a full Remy a social experience. Put some smiles on faces. Get ready for Friday. Can we fire up the hot take factory? Let's do it. Let's do it. Can we do some NCAA tournament? 
Hot takes. Where do you want to start? Who wants to start us off? Andrew? I've got a good one here. Uh, it's on the other side of the bracket. I'm going to tell you. This is a pretty hot take, guys. Get ready. You see, you're sitting down. Don't take mine. Duke is going to make the final four, and they're going to play North Carolina. Oh, that mm. would be fun. Is a little blue hot? blood. A blue blood final four wouldn't be so bad. Zion's going to show up for that game down there in New Orleans. You know, yeah. Get ready for it. It's oh, a, Zion's, Zion's going to be there. Yeah, Zion's going to be there. The big beignet. <laughs> he, he's, he's nowhere else to be found other than on Instagram. And he's going to show up to that game. So there you go. We got a rematch of Coach K's final ACC. Remember game. what we talked about when Ochai got his red shirt pulled? And we said that he. And not Zion Williamson is the false, or that Zion Williamson, Williamson is a false prophet. <laughs> yes. And that. <laughs> That Ochai Abaji was the next coming of uh, of of Michael Jordan. Yeah. We said that on our podcast. Not joking. We were very serious. And I still stand by that. Zion's a false prophet. Zion's a false yeah. prophet. <laughs> Ochai is the real guy. I mean, uh, so far, you guys are on the right track. Here is mine. I got St. Peter's. What? To cover 12 and a half. Uh, <laughs> right? That's not that good? hot. That's not that hot. Really you took yell. the biggest linings. I just really wanted to yell St. Peter's. So they could still lose by double digits in your take hits. And I would I, not only would my take hit, my bet would win too. I have a counter to your take, Andrew. Okay. And it is that not only is Duke not going to the Final Four, but Coach K's career is going to be ended by a high school librarian named Mark Adams. <laughs> that's right. I Texas like that. Tech is taking down Duke in the Sweet 16. I I'm a big fan. don't think that's that hot because I think Texas Tech is their favorite. favorite. No, don't ignore the line. Uh, their it, favorite. Ignore the line. It's a hot take. Another one I kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think I, I, I I'm going to say my hot take was the Duke, but like the, Texas Tech's playing great. I mean, he's got he's got him ready to go. I mean, Duke hasn't seen defense like that. That's Texas Tech in the Elite Eight. I can see it. I hope so. Here's one. Other than KU, no one seeds make the Final Four. Ooh, so okay. no Gonzaga, no, no Arizona. Zona. You got Houston? What do you think? I got Houston. So yeah. that means you're taking Kansas to the Final Four. I said other than KU. Okay. Well, that's not that hot, but... No, that's not the hot That take. concludes the hot take factor. It's not the hot take. NCAA Tournament <laughs> Edition. Well, I hope you're right. I hope we're back next Wednesday talking about a potential Final Four matchup. Can we get more than one hour? I'll are see they going to trade Pat Mahomes on that day I'll or something? I'll put in a word with the guy upstairs. Are they going to trade Pat Mahomes? What are they going to do next Wednesday to screw I swear up? to God. If Travis Chiefs, Kelsey retires. Or... Yeah. <laughs> if Travis Kelsey retires for a broadcasting career, if he takes over with Al Michaels on Amazon, oh I'm going to lose my freaking <laughs> mind. But until then, this has been Jayhawk Talk Radio. Big thanks to John Fanta for joining us. For Nolan Brooks, Kevin Meckley, Andrew Payne, I'm Nick Schwert. This has been Jayhawk Talk Radio. Dusty Likens coming up next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 